Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Hey there, this week I'm interviewing a very special guest, my wife, Kim Hope. During the interview, you're going to get to know Kim a little bit better. You're also going to get to know us as a couple a little bit better, and you're going to see that we have a lot of differences, but care about a lot of the same things. So we have to find ways to get on the same page about how to create this life that we love. So we are going to let you in on our big secret on how we do that. And I'm going to give you a little preview by saying it is a very simple system. You know, I'm a big fan of simple systems. So listen in and learn from us and our mistakes that we have made along the way. And make sure to listen to the very end where I will give you instructions on how to get your hands on some of the tools that we use to support us in living this life that we love. Enjoy. Kimberly, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm kind of surprised it took me this long to get here. <laughs> I mean, I sort of thought I'd be your first guest. Oh, shoot. I'm in Dang. trouble. Oh, man, I'm in big trouble. No, I'm doing well. I'm glad Good. to be here. Good. I'm yeah. glad you're here. Uh, this is my first time doing an episode where I'm recording, doing an interview where we're in the same, I'm in the same room with my guest. This is Ooh. very fun. It's a VIP session. Yeah. It's very cool. <laughs> Well, it's kind of VIP, but I'm also going to kind of treat you like every other guest. Can you tell people? I always am like, hey, tell us how you spend your time. Like I always think of myself as like, I coach productivity by day and by night I, you know, watch TV and cook dinner and gather with my friends and family. So how do you spend your time? Well, let's see. I think this is an interesting question right now because I'm in a transition. And so I would say that how I had spent my time for the past 15 years is not how I spend my time anymore. I think I've completely shaken off the what I once was career, which was a massage professional and a massage instructor and a nationally national traveling massage instructor. And now I'm back in school and I'm taking on a whole new career and things that are completely new to me. Um, so I feel like I'm starting over in some ways, but I'm 42. And so I'm not starting over like a 20, 21 year old or something. I have this experience and knowledge from the life I've had so far that's really lending itself to what I'm doing now and in, in a really good way. Well, and you're starting over in something that you always wanted to do. So can you it's tell us true. how you're spending your time besides being quote unquote in school? What are you in school for? <laughs> and what is it that you're actually how you're actually spending your time? Because today, you were gone a lot out yes. of the house day and that you weren't at school. So- I'm in school in the mornings right now, this quarter. I'm in school for interior design. Remotely, right? Like Correct. I've on only campus. been at the campus one time in the two years that I've been in school, which is kind of fascinating, but so effective because I can just turn off the computer and then do my assignments. And I'm very, very efficient, I've learned. So I, I'm wondering how, how much our society is going to change from needing school to be the way that it once was, which is in person and the way, you know most people were thought to learn to now, which I can get 
50 times more things done. So anyway, I mean, uh, that's today, the exact number amount, or is that just like a rough estimate? Oh, <laughs> you know, it's at least 50%. Can right? never exaggerate. <laughs> <laughs> you're very, actually, you're uh, very, you're, no, you're very like specific and you're very accurate in the thing, in certain things and other things when it comes to expressing excitement, <laughs> you're a little more. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. The time. yeah. <laughs> um, so today, yeah, I, today I went to a site and I was talking about construction fees and building a process for a client. And I was thinking about what's the, the best return on investment for this client of mine and because how we can turn a, a house, a whole house remodel, yeah, right? How yeah. we can turn a house into something that is what they want in a, but also in a, a budget-friendly way, if that's even possible. I'm kidding. It is possible. It's just going to be. It, it's like a strategy process that I get to think through and yeah. help someone else plan and make good investments and good choices and partner with people. I think that's the cool thing that I I I have seen. I've learned this about you is that you're a really good leader, and this is a role where you get to take a, a leadership role and help lead clients through a process <laughs> and kind of gather your team and like teach them how you want things done and. I do really well in that. You're right. Thank mm-hmm. you for noticing that. I think I like to deflect until I know I don't need to any longer. So I think my <laughs> instinct recently has been like, well, I'm a student. So I deflect and I'm like, someone else can take the reins. And I'm like, actually, no, because the career professional that I am and have always been and continue to be in my mind and in my behaviors is like, no, give me the reins. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I can do this yes. better or as well as anyone else. And You're like, what the hell are they doing? I need to just take it yeah. home. Which kind of happened on a project. Uh, Absolutely. Before now. It right? actually before. was a detriment to deflect Yeah, in that scenario. Step um, into your power, woman. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I have been. You yeah. Happen. And I also want to be respectful of other people, other professionals yeah. that are, you know, supposedly teaching me. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh a little, but it's like, you know, just because people are good at something in one thing doesn't mean they're good at all the things that are required for a whole project to be executed smoothly. And so I'm, I just, I love learning. I love learning from school. I love learning from being out in the world and being on jobs. Um, it's just been a really fun, but very tiring process. Yeah. My brain is stretched. You're sleepy. You get tired easily now. <laughs> She's like ready to climb in bed at 8.30 p.m. Yeah, so the real, real, real answer to that question is what do I do with my time is like I do school and work and I watch TV. <laughs> yeah, to pet like my unwind. <laughs> yeah, pet the dogs. Help help them, have them bring down your blood pressure. Yeah. Well, for those of you um, who haven't known us for a while, Kim and I, we got married back in July of 2020. I'm like looking at her like, right, July of 2020. Yep. It seems like a blur school. because it was like this pandemic, uh, you know, wedding where it was a very small gathering. Um, and we've only been together for four years before that. And so we were in our late 30s and early 40s in our coming together. And, you know, we had established lives and ways of doing things and but also had gone through shifts. I'd gone through a divorce. Um, you were going through career change. And all these other things such that like we were kind of like coming into our own when we came together, right? We, when we met each other or when we, when we started dating each other, I guess we'd known each other for a few years, but when we actually started dating. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we come at things from different perspectives, (laughs) which makes our process together sometimes a little bit mm, tricky, tricky. Yeah. I get your, I get very irritable sometimes. And, uh, I say that with like the kindest little voice ever. Like, I get a little irritable and Kim's like, <laughs> so 
So I know that we come at things differently, which can make our process a little bit hard sometimes. But what I love about us is that we have the overall values that we share and the same kind of end results. Even when we're not quite sure what the end results are, it's usually all about making our everyday lives better, making it possible to support each other, support other people, bring people together, like all of these things that we agree on. But we have a lot of differences. So I kind of come things at like big picture, future orientation. Like what would you say your orientation is? I would say I'm more of a details person. Um, I'll think through 50 details in my head about how something will go and how I would do something. And then I like decide and then I tell you, and then you have 50 more ideas. And I'm like, Bowie, that is not what I, that's not the word you want to say. That is not the word I wanted to say. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> good edit. Um, but I think that you think out loud. And so oh, yes. when I hear, poor thing, I'm so sorry. When I hear all of her thoughts, it makes me think, of, oh, well, she told me this is what it is. And then she's like, oh, geez, five days later, I was just thinking out loud. Like, <laughs> I can't believe you thought I was serious about that. I was like, well, crap, because when I've spent time thinking through something and then I finally tell her, like, that's what I think it should be. Yeah, it's so, a classic introversion, extroversion. Yeah. Thing, right. So, and yeah, I just, I think that, um, I would, I've always explained it like we want probably the exact same things for our lives and our people and our home and, um, but we just have very different ways of getting there. Yeah. Like if I were, if I, if somebody gave me 500 bucks and they said, you have to spend it somehow on your house, I would be like, ooh, furniture or organizing stuff or whatever. And you'd be like, let's plants. head to flower world. Yeah. And you're like, let's go <laughs> buy some plants. I'm going to get a riding lawnmower. <laughs> but also I would be very willing to spend the money right away. And you'd want to like actually do some research, which is an interesting. <laughs> Think it out. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Think it through. Well, yeah. Um, so the other thing though, I was thinking about too, is we shared this whole idea of function first. Yeah. But I do think you have more of like a strong aesthetic than I do, right? Like I, I'm like the function has to be there. Hopefully it's going to look good. And you're a little more like function has to be there first and it better look good. And you have like ideas about like what does and doesn't look good. And I appreciate yeah. that. That's good for me. Like I think all of these differences are good for each other. I agree. Yeah. I think that my level of detail, like, oh, I'm about to out myself on something super weird here, but I trace things sometimes when I'm just like thinking or stressed or something. And so if a picture is not aligned correctly, right. or it's some detail in the room is off, like I will just fixate on that. And it just throws me. So yeah, I do like things to be very functional. I think only have what you need is mm-hmm. uh, something that we both agree on and making sure that our home isn't full of clutter and excess crap and stuff like that we don't really want or need. Um, so therefore what lives in our home is functional and, and or beautiful brings us joy in mm-hmm. a certain way. So I think we've done a really good job of balancing that, even though how we've gotten to this <laughs> home balance has been a lot of learning about each other. <laughs> I'll say it that way. Oh yeah. Yeah. There is there. Um, it's not always pretty. We'll just, no. we will be completely open and transparent about that. It is. Oh not yeah. I also pretty. don't like to read directions. Oh gosh. So there we go. Uh-huh. That's my... I just fatal flaw. How do you, how do you audibly represent an eye roll? Cause that's what I just, I was like, Oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> I guess, Oh my gosh, does it, doesn't it? Yeah. So I feel like with yeah. all of these differences mm-hmm. and with all these like kind of shared projects and this like life that we build together, like we have to get on the same page somehow. So how do we get on the same page? And something that we started doing, it's been almost a year because we started our work. So Back in, if you haven't listened to it yet, in episode 21, I talked to Doug Peterson 
about about managing your resources, specifically money. And so we started working with Doug Peterson back in April of last year. And he helped us get on the same page with our money resource to figure out how to prioritize our money, basically, like one of the biggest resources in all of our lives. And uh, it's funny because I kind of help people prioritize another big resource, their time and their energy, right, in the work that I do. And so one of the things that he recommended was to do a weekly family meeting. So we want to talk about the what is it, you know, how we do it, and also some of the lessons learned. So Kim, I'm going to let you take it away with like, what is this family meeting that we do? I would say the family meeting is just a way for us to get on the same page to pause and look at what we've been doing and congratulate each other, but also to look forward to the next week or two or three and see what's coming. What do we want to do? What have we been invited to? Um, And then just making sure that we both are aware of everything that's coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like I love that you said same page. That's something I wrote down too. And one of the things I said too, is it's helped us manage interruptions. Because our offices are right next to each other and we do a lot of like sideways talking to each other because we work, you know, we are home together a lot working. And if my door is closed, we don't talk to each other. But if the door's open, then we do. Mm-hmm. And just today, <laughs> Kim got back from doing something and she's working on something. She's like, oh, hey, you know, and today it was like, oh, fine, just talk with me about it real quick because it really is quick. But we could oh, hey, each other all stinking day if if we weren't careful and nothing that we wanted oh to get gosh. done each day would get done. Right. And that leads to like attitude or I'm what? busy, like on my part, like seriously, if I get in, like I'm focused on something and I hear rando questions, it's, it's frustrating to me. Yeah. Cause I'm we, fixated on whatever I'm doing and I'm fixated on the word. I'm, I'm just focused. You're yeah. Focused. Absolutely. Fairly. Right. Yeah. Like you, that's appropriately. So you're focused. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, Hey babe. And she's like, Oh my God. Like uh-huh. I, I don't, that. Is my eyes rolling? Yeah, yeah, that is her eyes rolling. I called her Gollum. Like I, I, I met this version of <laughs> Kim in the so past true. couple of years when we were both working from home. Is that she would kind of like look at me like her, like a snarl to her face. I'm like, whoa, that is not for anybody who knows Kim. That is not her, right? I mean, correct, not you at all. And so, well, I mean, it is when it is. What's that? It is when it is. It is when it is. is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But it, what it's done is having the family meeting has helped us manage interruptions because. We have a guaranteed time that we do it so that we know something can wait until then. If it has to be addressed before then, we'll address it before then. But if it can wait till our family meeting, then we wait till our family meeting. And so I really appreciated that. But I also feel like it helps us set expectations for other people and other people are reaching out to us. I'm like, oh, let me get back to you on like Friday afternoon or Monday morning because I know when our family meeting is. And so it helps me, you know, know that I'm not going to talk with Kim about it before then, because this isn't urgent. So it helps me think about my own boundaries and setting expectations with other people. What were you I'm smiling about just that. now? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Same like work. a commit in the moment kind of person. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yes. Uh, so then I'm like, oh, during the family meetings a lot, like, dang it. I was thinking we didn't have anything on Friday. And then whatever. <laughs> She's already said yes to four things that are like <laughs> all at the same time. You, you get very excited. I, I do. Love about you. I'm a very in the moment kind of person. I learned it very early. We were barely dating and somebody invited us to do something. And we already had plans that I already knew that I had like set aside for us, you know, that like, I, I'd already been, we'd been invited to something. I'd already said, yes, she'd said yes, that we were going to do it. And I'm listening to her say yes to something else on that same day at the same time. I'm like, uh, babe, excuse me. 
So I'm going to break down the how. So we talked about what it is. It's a family Mm -hmm. meeting. We get on the same page about, you know, how we're spending our time and resources because it is other resources too. So I'm going to talk about the what is it and and you fill in any gaps that I, you know, I create here. So the first thing that we do is, well, first of all, we do it weekly, right? We have our family meeting weekly. We've been playing around with days and times and we'll talk about that a little bit more in the third part, which is our lessons learned. But Generally, it's Friday morning or Friday afternoon that we do our family meeting because it allows us to kind of wrap up our week. And plus, we're already doing other activities to wrap up our week on that day. So it kind of just helps put a tie bow around things. And oftentimes, we're doing things that we over the weekend that we need to talk about. It's kind of like a habit stack because we both already do our fr- individual Friday uh, organization and then we come together once we've both gotten clear. My heart just grew like two sizes bigger because she said the words habit stack. Oh, my God. I know. I love you so much. Okay. So what we do in this family meeting, and it takes maybe a half an hour, it just depends on what week of the month it is and stuff like that, because we have a bigger budget review sometimes. But the very first thing we do is we pull up in our budget tool that helps us prioritize our spending. It's really our spending plan, uh, but it helps us prioritize our spending. And so we look at where we're at with our spending plan. Um, just to make sure we don't need to make any adjustments or see if there's anything we hadn't thought of, or maybe something's been miscategorized or we don't know how to categorize something and we want to talk about it, um, and get on the same page about it so that we are using our, you know, we're making shared decisions about how we're using our financial resources. So that's the first thing we open the budget. And then as Kim reminds me, keep the budget open because the things that we do next sometimes go back. To the budget, right? Like can we or should we, based on what we've yeah, based set on aside for budget yeah. or set aside for entertainment or whatever? Yeah, because part of our spending plan is like a trip to Paris. And are we willing to tap into those funds? Because the goal is to never spend money you yeah. don't have, right? And so if we have funds allocated elsewhere and we want funds for something else, that means we got to take it away from something. And so that's it. those are shared decisions unless there are categories that are specific to us. So budget review happens first. Then we go into GQs and look at our family projects. So GQs is the app that I love for managing all of the action that takes place in my life and in my work. I have somehow got Kim to do it too. (laughs) Oddly enough, for as much as I love details, that was something that was slow for me to come around on. But I do, I would say I use it effectively at this point in life. Yeah, well, it takes me about two years, but... Well, and it does, like, because it takes time to establish your own process for doing things like I can get people so in my own actions for doing things yes I would say because I could think through in my head if I just wrote down something I would think I knew all the steps but no yeah next action thinking has really shifted me and that took a long time to grasp and do well I'd say yeah you're and you're not alone in that like I know I I when I get stuck it's because I'm not doing next action thinking and so, so this, all of this that we're talking about GQs and next action thinking and all of that is something that I teach people in my GIST programs, get your shit together. And it's a productivity training program. And so it's helping you build a bonus brain to keep track of everything so that you're not doing it all in your head anymore. Like Kim was saying, we're like, oh, I think I have it all in my head and I've got it all planned out, but really mm-hmm. I'm not managing it well, right? I'm not mm-hmm. actually getting the things done or I'm missing steps or something slipping through the cracks or now that my brain is going into a few different directions, it's harder to just hold all of the basic stuff in my head. Right. Because my, my attention's going elsewhere. So it's it's freed me up a lot. But to get on the same page with you and being able to look at those things is it's been really helpful. Yeah. So we we basically have I have a great coach. Um, I don't know if you know. <laughs> 
I'm your wife, not your coach. <laughs> Actually, sometimes I am your coach. We do yeah. like, we have very specific times where she's like, I need you to be a coach right now and help me with this process or with, you know, what I'm doing here in my GQs. But in GQs, basically what we have is a whole entire family section where we have different ongoing and specific projects that we're working on to manage our finances, to plan for vacations, to maintain our household. So anything that we need to work on or talk about goes into GQs and we have due dates on it. And so oftentimes we'll set the due date for the next family meeting so that we can talk about that thing. And we're talking about purchases. Like we're like, oh man, I want to, I think we need to get a new rug for the dining room that goes into GQs and we talk about it at a family meeting. We might talk about it before the family meeting because we're kind of bizbazzing about it, you know, off and on. But to really look at the numbers and decide on, you know, get some, determine what needs to happen next in order to move that forward and who is going to do it, that happens at the family meeting. And I think that's the the big thing that changed. We should probably talk about that in lessons learned, but I'm just going to say it now. <laughs> yeah. Having, identifying the next action for, for us in mm-hmm. the things that we want to move forward in our personal lives and who is going to do exactly. it has been really helpful. I'm really important. I think both of us can be, we'll just take that on kind of people. Yeah. In our careers, we're both that way. And so in our relationship, it's obvious that it would seep in as well. Oh, I'll just do that. And it's like, actually, if we just talk about it, maybe we can figure out a better way to to get this thing done that we're trying to do. So, Well, and it's also occurring to me that just because you brought it up doesn't always mean you're the best person to do the next action. That's what I'm saying. The, the next action <laughs> might be that something that I would be better at and vice versa. And so that's yeah. what I like too, as we talk it through and figure out like, Oh, research needs to happen. That's all Kim. Yeah, <laughs> And I that's, like it. That's all Kim. Right. Yeah. Like, like let's not as, as a, one of my friends says, let's not do stuff you suck at. Right. Um, <laughs> So we review GQs for our family projects, determine what we want to move forward, who's responsible for what, when we're going to do it. And then we look at our calendar. Kim kind of mentioned this earlier. We look at our calendars to look at what's coming up the next couple of weeks, both personally and professionally. So that allows us to be like, oh, crap, we got to remember, you know, we got to add that, you know, put that birthday present on the list to buy for somebody or we have this trip coming up and we need to, you know, reserve uh, an Airbnb or whatever it might be. And who's going to do that? And what does that look like? And so... We use our calendar to kind of help trigger other things that might be coming. Then that goes into our GQs and the next action gets assigned. And sometimes we got to update the budget and, and, and. So that's why all of those things kind of get touched on in that order. We start with budget, we review our projects, and then we go into our calendar to kind of see what we've said yes to and what's coming up. Exactly. And then if we forget, it's fine until it pops up in GQs again. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We did talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. I did say I would do that. Didn't I? <laughs> Son of a gun. Yeah. So we talked about what is the family meeting. We talked about, you know, how to actually do one. So let's talk about some lessons learned. What have, what would you say are some of the lessons we've learned from doing these family meetings? Can we start? Sure. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, I would you? say, some of the things I've learned have a lot more to do with me and money in general. Okay. I think being someone who didn't get married until their 40s, I've been very financially independent for a very long time. And so it was really weird for me to combine my finances with someone, even though we were married like or about to be married. And I think that this family meeting process really helped me trust and trust that we do both have each other's best intentions at heart and that we're going to do the right thing for our relationship and for our family and our home. And so I think that's probably the highest level of what it brought to me is just peace and trust that we're doing awesome. 
Yeah. Oh. The right thing. And then we're yeah. deciding these things together. But mm-hmm. that's really cool too. And I would say probably independently, another lesson that I've learned is in order to try to feel equal sometimes probably took on, oh, I'll just put that in my expenses or just take it out of my whatever as if, you know, we couldn't come up with a solution that would have been mutually beneficial. So I think some of the lessons I'm learning still is that we could just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's much less painful to just talk about it than it is to try to like solve it. Right. On my own. On your own. Yeah. yeah. Like make up for it somehow. Yeah. I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Aww. But that's where I fall back to probably. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's both of our, die hard. yeah, that's both of our personalities. It's like not just cause disruption and disturbance. Totally. And so yeah. we, we uh, can like both kind of fall back into that until one of us gets like really frustrated or something like, Oh, I'm the one that usually gets really frustrated <laughs> outwardly. You get inwardly frustrated. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, one of True. the, one of the lessons I, I have learned from having this family meeting experience is to not skip them. So like, yeah. even if we're going to go out of town on a Friday, then try to do it on a Thursday instead. And that's similar to another process that I do. So I do a systems check every single week, every Friday to just kind of make sure like my email inbox is empty. All my projects are up to date. I looked at my calendar and I'm like ready to wrap up the week. And, and I kind of know what next week is going to look like. And that gives me kind of a sense of closure for the week and the ability to kind of shut things down. And the family meeting does the same thing. It gives me the the confidence that our spending plan is on track and that we're on the same page about things. And when we've missed them, I feel unsettled because mm-hmm. there's things that I wanted to talk about. And if we just like, oh, we'll get to it later. Or we'll, we'll talk about it on it a road trip while we're driving. No, that yeah. is not the place for it. <laughs> when you don't have your whole system in front of you, it's yes. not a family meeting. It's a conversation. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Look at you dropping the hot stuff there. <laughs> well, can can I can I oh, can you I, can say can whatever. I go there? Okay. Oh gosh. So we were well, we went on a date weekend to oh, go yeah. skiing. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do a family meeting. We chose to go on a date on a Friday afternoon instead and go up and go skiing. And so in Kim's mind, this was date day. Like we are on a date. And so we didn't get to ski as much as we wanted to. Long story there that we don't need to go into. But so long and short of it is we end up having like beer and pretzel and this like Alpine setting in Love and Worth, Washington, having this great time. And I start going into planning mode because... The following weekend, we had a lot going on and I was trying to figure out what are we going to do? And these were all the things I had planned on talking about at the family meeting that we didn't have. <laughs> yeah. And so by the time we're driving back up to meet my family back at the top of the mountain for the rest of the weekend of skiing, I'm still like grilling him and all this stuff and asking That's if she how could send these. Grilling. Yeah, she felt yeah. grilled and like, you know, asking her to send these texts because I was driving. If I was a passenger, I would have been asking her all these things and doing it. But I think the result would have been the same, which is this does not feel like an effing date. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of date is this? Yeah, this is BS date. Is, yeah. this is. And I so, want my money back. <laughs> I know, totally, totally. And so I really learned. And this was recent, y'all. Like this was three, two or three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So we're still learning this lesson of don't skip the family meeting and don't say you're going to do it on the road because you won't. No. If you're going to leave early on a Friday, schedule the fr- the family meeting for Thursday and actually do it. Because yep. when we do it, we feel more, we, I, I just feel closer to I you agree, yeah. and more aligned and feel like we're working towards the same thing. Yep. Completely. So anything else you got to say about family meetings? Whew. I I am grateful for them. I'm so happy that Doug suggested it. 
I think I, we've always been good communicators. So I didn't really think like establishing a family like we needed meeting. it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, we'll try this. But I, I'm like, I do. We're love a rock star it. couple. We don't need this bullshit. <laughs> but it helps a lot. Yeah. I think just because I, I, I don't know, just being clear is just a refreshing thing. Yeah. So to see what you've got going on and I can be excited for you. And if you're excited for me and what I have coming up or we can just plan something together. What I think. if I wasn't? What if I'm like, wow. That's not great job. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it is fun because I get to see like how your business is growing and because there's, we, you know, we see that in our day to day, but to actually kind of look at your week ahead and see what's going on for you, it's like, whoa, whoa, that's so cool. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, I oh, agree. My, oh my gosh. I am such a dork and I've turned you into a dork too. I'm like, aren't weekly meetings fun? They're so, so fun. fun. <laughs> so this sounds like fun for you, listener. Oh my God. I highly encourage you to get this going on. But you know, like a family meeting doesn't have to be you and your spouse. If you're not partnered up right now, it might be you and the rest of your family. If you have an extended family that you're working with on a, a regular roommate. basis or you're, you have a roommate or you're sharing, you know, you're helping care for a, a parent, you know, but with you and a sibling, like what, think about the other scenarios where you need something, a simple system, which is how I think of me, a, a regular meeting is a mm-hmm. super simple system. How can you have a simple system that's going to support the relationships that matter to you and get you on the same page with the people that matter most? And that might mean your team members, if you run a team um, or you and your boss, if you don't have a regular meeting with your boss, whatever that might be, think about what your version of a family meeting would be and how that can help you. And if you can't think of what your family meeting would be, think of what frustrates you the most throughout a week or repetitively and write that down and see if you can just talk about your frustrations first, because you might not come to a solution right away. But I think it's good to just at least say like, "Ugh, this is bugging me again. Can we have a conversation about it? And then I would say, no, no, thank you. No conversation. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. But the, but this is, it's because of our openness to do that. It's like, we don't need a family meeting. But like, no, it's nice to have the dedicated time where we're like, these are the conversations that we have. Mm-hmm. They're sometimes practical, tactical, and sometimes they, they're deeper than that. And I am really grateful for it. And I'm grateful that you've come along on this like family meeting journey with me and that you're my family. I'm glad your heart has grown four sizes too big. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying I was a Grinch before? No, you said Jeez. that earlier. I'm bringing I know, it back. I'm just kidding. Bringing it I'm back. Just kidding. <laughs> Call back. I think, is that what it's called? Bringing your, I can't remember what it's called. There's like a whole comedy term for it. Obviously, neither one of us is well-versed enough in it. Um, so I was like, ooh, I, I got to come up with a question of the week. And Kim knows that I do a question of the week on the podcast. And she showed up with one. And mine was going to be way easier so I'm, <laughs> I'm letting her drop, drop the like wisdom on you or drop the challenge on you right now. So Kim, what is the one thing you want people to be thinking about this week in order to move forward? What matters most to them? Okay. Well, I will tie this back into one of my biggest learning lessons is that, um, not doing things just by myself. And so I think my question of the week, I'll put it out there and then I'll explain it is, would it be more painful to grow? Or would it be more painful to stay the same? You kind of have to put yourself in your future self's body and think about that one. Because if you're in five years going to be exactly how you are right now, and you're going to still be having the same frustrating conversation with your partner, you know, is that going to frustrate you or stress you out more than putting in the effort and putting in the conversations and maybe trying a new system to make something different? And so I would say that if you can find that little place inside of you to like, practice and try growing and having conversations about things that are tricky or hard or unfamiliar, I would say you'll be much happier 
So yeah, would it be more painful to grow or just to stay the same? Dang woman. Bam. You're hard. What were you going to ask him? No, I can't tell you now. Yeah, now okay, I want to tell you. No, no. It's, that's too confusing. That's yeah. too confusing. We can't have two questions right now. We're, we can't. That one's too good. Stick with that one, everybody. <laughs> Stick with that question of the week. Kim. Bam. Kim. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. For finally being on the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry that it's taken me so long to ask. And I think this was the perfect episode for you to come on to. Thank you. What do you think? I agree. Good job. <laughs> we'll talk about it in our family meeting. Yeah, we'll meeting. talk about that in the family meeting. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Man, was that a good question of the week or what? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if it made you think of someone that has been struggling to get on the same page with their partner, be sure to send them a link to this episode. Maybe it will help them. And of course, I hope you enjoyed learning our little simple system to support you in moving forward what matters most in your life with your people. Now, if you want to get free access to some of the tools I talked about in today's episode, go to eliseenriquez.com forward slash free stuff. And I've got things there for you. Okay, that's all for this week. I'll be back again with you next week. Until then, keep moving forward what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.